Hello guys and welcome to another Managing Rodrigue podcast. Uh, I don't know about you, but I've heard that there is a new host in town. <laughs> uh, this is Sam Sharp from the uh, Castile department coming all the way up to host this new show. I don't know if it's going to be a regular thing, but Kean's trying to kind of nag me into doing it on a, on a regular basis. Um, for the first show, uh, I thought I had to go all out and I had to get a very, very special guest in to keep us entertained for the next hour or so. So uh, I looked to the the dark side, you might say. <laughs> Navid, uh, how are you? Okay? Yeah, I'm good. Thanks, so man. I was gonna, I'm good, but I was going to attempt to say your, your second name there, and I, I that's it. I've started straight away. Yeah. So yes, can I give it a go? I'm going to read it off Twitter, all right? Yeah, sure, sure. Navid Mulagai. Yeah, it's good. It's cool. decent. So, um... Most of you guys were obviously Real Madrid fans, hopefully listening to this. Barcelona fans, welcome, by the way. Um, most of us will not have heard of Nav. Can I call you Nav? Yeah, sure. Yeah, no it's worries. not mad. Most of us yeah. won't have heard of Nav, but I think we should have because I've done some calculations and uh, Navid's account that he works on on Twitter called The Young Kills um, has more followers than my personal account, the Castilla Stats account, Kian's personal account and the managing Madrid account combined, and it's not close. Uh, they've still got twenty thousand more followers than that. So uh, that's some impressive numbers, man. Uh, thanks, thanks. I, I must say, I, I didn't start it from the bottom, ah. uh, but I've I've been there for some years now, and it's uh, it's it's going pretty well. I'm uh, I'm happy to be there. Ah, fair play. So you guys um, cover the academy and the B team, yeah? Yeah, we do definitely. Uh, just. Everything with regards to the uh, the the Barca Academy. Okay, interesting. So, um, content today. We're going to talk uh, about Nav, about his life, about how he got into uh, the Barcelona scene. We're going to compare that to perhaps my work. We're going to go through uh, the current status of Castilla and Barca B and see what they've been up to in the past few seasons. We're going to take some questions from you guys. I asked for five, and we got a little bit more, so we'll see if we can do them all, depending on time. And then, finally, we're going to go through both mine and Nav's uh, opinionated, with an asterisk, that's really important, because it is opinionated. No angry people, please. Uh, best ever starting 11s for both Barca B and Castilla, and we're going to compare some of the players there. So it's uh, an exciting time ahead of us. Um, let's get into you, Nav. Let's talk about you, bud. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> so yeah, you live yeah, you live in Denmark. Yeah, yeah, I do, I do. Which is, are you? Have you lived there all your life? Yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm born and, and raised in, in Denmark in Copenhagen. Copenhagen, big man, nice one. Like it. So you you currently go to uni. What do you study? I study journalism. Okay, that's in, is it sports related or is it just in general? Mm, it's it's in general, but I mean you can yeah you can go by your own niches. It's uh, okay. It's hey, no, nice. Yeah. Yeah. So the question is now: How does a how does the, a kid from Denmark get into the Barcelona Academy? How does it become his passion? <laughs> uh, I mean, I'm born in in '95. Yeah. Uh, played football like since I was four or five years old. Uh, okay. And and yeah, I I don't know uh, I don't know when it was exactly. I think it was around the World Cup where I got really I mean I was a Brazil kid like anybody else <laughs> like any other kid <laughs> in my classes at least yeah uh, and um, and of course we were, we were all very fascinated uh, with uh, Ronaldo <laughs> uh, of course uh, but I I'm pretty sure that I preferred Ronaldinho uh, <laughs> because because yeah up through the um, like uh, twenty uh, two thousand three four etc. Yeah. I I I preferred to I, I preferred to watch Barca, uh, and especially Ronaldinho, um, and and yeah, I, I obviously became the fan of the club, uh, and of course when you enter your 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 teens uh, with the with the Pep era, uh, <laughs> it's it's only gonna explode from there. Yeah, um, and. And yeah, it did. And I, I've, I've always, um, I've always liked to like when I played FIFA back in the day, uh, like FIFA, like the earliest FIFAs on PlayStation Two and on PC. Yeah. Uh, I, I always loved to buy the young players and to just see how good they can become, they could become. Uh, so I would always do that, and I don't know how it happened, but automatically I just started following the La Masia, uh, the the Barca Academy as well, because it's so. It's so important to the to the foundations of the of the the entire club actually uh, 
it's a big part of the history of the club as well. So it was, uh, yeah, yeah it, it just happened. And I, I follow, I, but I started to follow the teams very closely, like maybe five years ago, four or five years ago. No, not, nah, it was, yeah, definitely five years ago, five, six years ago. <laughs> I mean, it's amazing uh, um, how similar we are, really. The stories are, it's almost mirrored. I mean, I got into Real Madrid through. Uh, idolizing David Beckham because I, I was quite a late bloomer. I wasn't. I didn't play football when I was five. I was more kind of ten, eleven. Um, uh, okay. So I just followed whoever David Beckham played for at the time, which happened to be Real Madrid. Um, when you when you were playing FIFA, did you ever play as Did Barca B get into the game at all? Ah uh, no, not back then. It was it was just the. I think the the second division were were there as well. But I think no, I'm, were, I'm sure the Barca B they were in the, the third. I, I see. I remember the that's the first time I saw Castilla was. Uh, was on the early FIFA games. I was like, "What is this? They got the same kit. What's this? The same badge?" Um, and I just remember kind of sniffing around the squad, having a little. I'd like to see that squad now, to be fair. Um, and then I suppose the interest just spun from there. And obviously, they again early early uh, decade, 2010, 2011, 2012. They they won the league. They had some unbelievable players, and you just kind of get hooked. Um, yeah, it's it's amazing how similar our stories are in a way, actually. Yeah, and and like Madrid's academy history is also pretty pretty fantastic like it's pretty extraordinary i mean back in the 80s you yeah guys pretty, like spain's best players mm. like i think it's improving in the last last five ten years it's from the from the decade before it's improved leaps yeah and and didn't didn't the b team reach the cup finals once as well <laughs> i mean that might have been a dodgy i mean we played real madrid castilla played real madrid in the final so i don't know how yeah. <laughs> legit all insane, of that was like... but it is unbelievable isn't it yeah what a run um <laughs> I wonder what that final was like. I I wish I could go back and watch it. I'm sure there's videos of it. I've seen kind of highlights, but mm. how strange! Imagine if Castilla won. Yeah, it's it, it would have. I mean, it was an extremely good Castilla side. Yeah, it absolutely. Was, it was the predecessor to the uh, what do you guys call it? The Quinto del Quinta del Buitre or something. Oh yes, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, exactly. I, I think it was before then. I'm not. Mm. The, I'm not a Madrid historian. But, no, um, no, I'm not but, much of a historian in general. You guys have some. You have some great uh, academy history. Yeah. As, as Funny well. thing, if you win that final, I suppose the trophy goes to the same museum. I don't know. I don't know how they would have treated it. <laughs> right. Yeah. So you you're in Barcelona. You've been f- uh, a few times now. I've been following uh, your yeah, progress. Like, yeah, four, four times. Yeah. And you, uh, when you go, you watch quite a bit of football. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I do. I mean, the first time that was, uh, I was like 13, 14. Yeah. Uh, and I mean, I, I hadn't developed a uh, passion for the for the academy uh, back then. Well, not not a big enough passion for it. But last, no, the when I went in 2014, I watched one academy game, uh, the Juvenil B, oh, uh, yeah. B team. Uh, and they won the league that day, which was oh, pretty nice. Nice, yeah. Um, but, but yeah. So then, I, I was in a I was in a drought per- period for like four years. So I went to Barcelona in, in December. Yeah. For the first time in four years, and I watched sixteen, seventeen games <laughs> live. I think, uh, <laughs> which, <laughs> which was uh, which was extremely fun. I was there for ten days. Yeah. Uh, so I had two weekends and and one uh, Alevin's international tournament where I actually watched the the final of the Alevin A uh, the Alevin A uh, Alevin A uh, the it was a classical final. Oh really? Uh, against, yeah, against uh, Barca uh, between Barca and Madrid, uh, and it went to penalties. Yeah, uh, where Barca won. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> So my academy I, I, knowledge is so bad, by the way. I'm a, I'm a Castilla man and, and a Castilla man only, really. Um, yeah. I try, but, though. But but actually, okay, uh, it's it's a long time ago, and and you have to you have to scroll down a lot to what to watch it. But yeah, but there was a, there was a lot of drama in the last penalty because the Madrid kid he he didn't hear the whistle or something, and <laughs> and then he shot, and then it had to be retaken like three four times. Oh, uh, and in the end, he hit the he hit the bar. <laughs> <laughs> and and I just felt so bad for him. Yeah, like, I yeah. was happy that Barca had won, but oh god. But yeah, the Barca kids they they um, they went over and hugged him and stuff like oh, that. That's it, nice. It was, yeah, it was, it was I see a nice lot of clips like that from the the Barca academy. Yeah, and I think it's it's pretty normal. Like they're just kids. <laughs> yeah, too right. Yeah. <laughs> obviously, the obviously there's tension and and 
and rivalry and stuff like that but like they're they're all good kids what i found interesting about this trip is that uh you met with uh quite a few of the players of the b team at least uh, yeah I, I i saw i saw i saw a lot of them when i recognized them and i just went over and and took a photo with them yeah um but one of them i had i had planned to meet him um because i i have I have made videos of him and written about him for four or five, uh, three, three, four years now mm. uh, since he was a cadet. Um, and now he's uh, he recently got his first team debut and is definitely the the most outstanding player of the B team. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah, Ricky Pooch. Yes, yeah. Uh, Interesting. Yeah, uh, I saw yeah, your, your video exciting. of him the other day on Twitter. And in fact, it may well be the same video, but my university lecturer uh, actually used this video in a lecture not long ago. Um, oh, really? I study football coaching and development, which is a very single-minded degree, but um, I enjoy it and it's fun. And and a nice degree. Yeah, absolutely. And the lecturer, he really knows his stuff. And I'm pretty sure uh, it was it was your video he pulled up because I know he follows oh, he follows Young Kules. So it'll be interesting <laughs> to see. I'll actually, I'll t- he's put it on Twitter as well, so I'll tag you later and we'll see. Um, yeah, definitely tag me. Yeah, yeah. No, so that is interesting. Um, I think it's interesting. You've met quite a few Barca players. A bad fact is, and I've been waiting to tell you this one, is I think I have met more Barcelona and Barcelona B graduates than I have Real Madrid and Castilla players. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. So um, I think about two years ago now, I was invited to coach for Nike um, out in Andorra. And mm-hmm. it's oh, yeah, it's yeah. a camp run by Nike. And there's loads and loads of, they, they get Barcelona players in, they get loads of other exactly. land-based players. It's Espanol. Uh, Girona yep. players a guy called uh, there's a journalist there big bloke called uh, Gerard Romero who who kind of exactly yeah so I was kind of it was weird to speak to him um and on the coaching roster they're not really on the coaching roster obviously they just kind of sit around and play and do some keepy ups um mm. but Sergio Roberto was there um yeah. I'm trying to think about who else now the uh Alex Grinnell do you know Alex Grinnell uh yeah the the Girona the captain player. yeah uh, he was there but and he told me that he's only been professional for about four years. Oh really? Which is that's quite a that's quite a fact. He was he was yeah, kind he's of a captain there. Now. Yeah, he's captain of a La Liga team, probably earning quite a, a bit of money. Um, yeah. And so I, I genuinely think I've met more beating graduates than than Castilla players in that respect. <laughs> Which Castilla players have you met? Uh, I've met the ones my age. So I met Alex Fairback, uh, Alex Fairbass when I was yeah. much younger. Um, and that I'll tell you what. I don't want to say it, but that may be it. <laughs> um, uh, I'm just trying to refresh. It's definitely more Barca B players. Sergi Gomez was there for Sevilla. Yeah. Um, there was a ginger midfielder who who played in Portugal and America. R- uh, Rossal, uh, I want to uh, say. Oh. Oriol Rossal. I don't know if that's a name. No, Oriol. There's a fair few. That's uh, That should be said. Mark Rocker was there. Yeah. He's quite good. Yeah, Michael, okay. So yeah, that that was interesting, and and I was I very much felt like I was in in foreign territory. There was, everyone was a Barca fan. They were all from Barca. All the players yeah. either played for Barca at one point or or were at Barca now. Um, yeah, I have that. I have seen that camp. Uh, oh a yeah, few times. Interesting. Yeah. I mean, they they talk Catalan and Andorra as well. Yes. So yeah. No, they very much do, don't they? Yeah, they? They hang the flag all over the shop. Lovely country. Yeah. They're so bad at football though. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but but PK he bought the uh, he I bought FC Andorra. Yeah, so it's something's happening. I'm, I'm yeah, not yeah. sure. Yeah, yeah. I can. I, it's such a nice place, and it's got a lot of potential. Um, and this is mm. this is where I realise how important Kian is to these podcasts. We're going off on a massive tangent. It's um, this is your, <laughs> <laughs> this is your job now to keep us on track, yeah, all right? Let's, let's move on. Let's move on. <laughs> right, number two. Then we're already in um, content number two. Castilla and Barca B. This season they're both in uh, Segunda B. Yep. We're in Group One. I, I I won't lie to you, man. I know nothing about Barca B. They're in Group Three, yeah. Yep, they are. How are you finding Segunda B uh, this season? Actually, it's uh, it's way above expectations. Seriously, uh, they're they're in fifth at the moment, three points outside the playoffs. Yeah, and uh, the exceptional thing about this Barca B team is that. It, it 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 has never been younger. It's uh, the the average age is uh, is nineteen, uh, and most of the players uh, they were with the the juvenile A last year when they yeah. won the youth league. I see. Uh, and the major transformation is all because of uh, Frances Garcia Pimienta, no Xavier Garcia Pimienta, 
who has become like a saint at at La Masia or at Barca in general because he he took over for the uh, he was the he was he's been the academy coach since 2002 or three I think and like he coached Messi and Piquet and Fabregas and like every oh. single year player from then who has come come through or who are playing somewhere in in Europe um, I mean he's coached them interesting and. And yeah, so he got the first. He got the under 19s job uh, in, in the middle of last season, where they were doing pretty badly. And he t- he he made them play. F- he, he made them play great, and they ended they ended up winning the double. Yeah. Um, and and then the B teams, uh, the Barca B manager Gerard Lopez, they relegated Oof. from uh, the Segunda. And just before they relegated, they appointed uh, Garcia Pimienta, and he couldn't turn it around. But they they would give him a chance. Yeah. This year. That's good. Uh, yeah, and and I mean, Barca B are just playing fantastic football. I mean, it's gotten to a point where, uh, I mean, not a lot of people, at least not on Twitter, follow Barca B, um, but but people are actually like considering uh, him for the first team, perhaps. Uh-huh. And he's been asked about it as well. <laughs> and it's he's only been in with the he's only been with the B team for six months, but they were they're playing good football and. And the extraordinary thing about it is that they're all so young and inexperienced, yeah. but they're, they're playing very good football. How do you find the standard of, of Group 3? It's um, it, it, Every single game is extremely difficult. Okay. Uh, I mean, there are no easy games. And I don't know if, if it's if it's just for the Barca youth players, but the... the um, the the opponents are very, very rough. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the playing style is very vicious and wi- uh, like vile okay. at times. Would you uh, say there's any I mean, decent teams though lying around? Or uh, I, I think there are better. T- I, I think Cultural Leonesa. There. Oh yes, yeah. Uh, your group, yeah, they're extremely good. Uh, there's not a team on their level, but uh, but there are some good teams. I mean, Villarreal's B team are are pretty decent, but like the Number one are uh, Yeda, uh, Catalan ah, team. So there's a player yeah. from a, a Castilla alone there. Oh really? He can't yeah, get yeah. the team, and so they must be quite good. He's decent. Yeah, and I when I was in Barcelona in December, I watched Barca B versus Yeda at at home, and they and they actually won the game, uh, which was which was a nice surprise. But uh-huh. but yeah, Yeda was were very very good, and there are some other teams as well. But I. I think maybe the the top level is a bit better in, in Group One. So, um, <laughs> unfortunately, Castilla have a bit more experience with uh, with Segunda B than Barca B in recent times, um, and it has it's impressed me the the experience at times of of some of these teams and the quality of some of these teams. But this season in particular, mm-hmm. I think it is the the worst group I have ever seen. Um, oh really? I, I've only been watching for about five six seasons Segunda B. Um, okay. And I, I think it's just down to luck. So maybe some of the other good teams are in Group Two, Three, and Four. We've got a, maybe one team has impressed me this year, and apart from that, they all play exactly the same. They're, of course, they're quite rough, they're quite physical, but technically, mm. I think they've been awful this season. Some of the teams, um, and it's such a shame because this Castilla team aren't—I don't want to be harsh on them—but they really aren't one of the best teams around. They're still doing very well. Um, I think they're in—they're in fifth now, so they're very similar to Barca B. Oh, okay, that's um, good. That's- but they they really are they're probably the worst Castilla team in a fair few years. Not because there's some good players, oh, really? but um, some of the Castilla teams have been really impressive recently. Um, okay. So Castilla are actually doing really well. They're over uh, over impressing again. Um, they were in the playoff spots and they have been for most of this season, but they've just dropped out. Um, but the standard I I found it really low. Um, and it's quite sad because one of the other teams from one of the other years would have just walked this league. They would have been first. They would have been flying. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but this team, to be fair in them, at least they're not going to struggle in this in this group. Um, right. So I can't complain too much. Uh, I just really wanted to know your thoughts on it because I wanted to know if all the other good teams were in had gone to Group Three or Group Two or Four, um, or or if the whole league had just for some reason dropped in standard. Um, I, it's... I I don't know. maybe maybe it has. Um, I I don't know when when Barca be they when they uh, pr- when they were promoted to the the Segunda. Uh, two years ago, yeah. Um, I mean, they they ran over every single team in in Segunda B. <laughs> yeah, I enjoy but those that was, years the most, though. Those kind of years. Yeah, but but that was mostly because they just bought so many good players for oh, that really? level. Interesting. Uh, 
and I mean they 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 basically just bought bought every single. I mean they bought the two top scorers in Segunda B and uh, <laughs> some other very good Segunda B players as well because wow. they they were desperate to get promoted and they were promoted and then they were relegated the next season. I tell you what, that's, um, that's an interesting technique though. Buying the best players around was that regardless of age. How old were some of those guys? Uh, I think the oldest guy was 26. Wow! So <laughs> for a development squad, regardless <laughs> of age, bringing the best players, but you you. The objectives met you got promoted and then that's such a, a huge um asset to have a b team in the in the second best league in the country um yeah it is it's something yeah, that Real Madrid been chasing for a long time yeah but the the kind of the, the problem was uh, that mm, i mean the best the best youth players they played as well but yeah but maybe they averaged like three la masia players yeah. in the squad <laughs> game which is which is absolutely that's disgraceful. so bad yeah i mean that yeah, again it's morally there's a yeah, lot it's, of negativity around it that. Would, but I mean, one of them, one of them was Carles Alenia, who is oh, yeah. now the first team, so it, it paid off. But but because of this, um, uh, I, w- I would say because of because of that one season, uh, Barca lost two wingers uh, who who didn't get any chances wow. and who are in Monaco and uh, Dortmund now. Okay, uh, <laughs> very good players, both yeah. both of them which is which is a shame um but they were promoted and the coach was super bad uh, Gerard Lopez was extremely bad oh, yeah? uh, he got them promoted anyways because of the because of the team but in Segunda A they I mean they had a good team for Segunda A as well yeah. some great talents played uh, on the team as well but they they were just they were just not good enough they played very bad football. I mean the the problem with going up is at some point you are bound to go down every B team um yeah. So it's just about as long as you can, as long as you can handle. Yeah, it, Barca right? had a very good run actually. Yeah. Luis Enrique, he got them promoted in the, he got them promoted for the eleven twelve season, uh, okay. and then they they and then they stayed up until twenty fifteen. Wow, that is good uh, actually. Wow. Yeah, and that was Eusebio. He was in charge in all of those seasons, and then in the last season when it went extremely bad, he was fired uh, like two three months before the season ended. Huh. Um, but. Uh, but yeah, that was that was actually a very good run, and I I hope that they can get that back. It's one of the best runs I've heard of in in the in the Liga Two. Yeah, they they were they were the only uh, B team in the league. Uh, I I'm not sure uh, for all the years, but as far as I can remember, there were there were no other B teams uh, in that definitely period not of time. I think in the year. Oh yeah, Castilla were. Is this twenty thirteen? For... Yeah, yeah. So around yeah, that would have been yeah, like the last season. Yeah, and that was last season. Yeah. yeah. But but Athletic Athletic B they they oh, promoted yes, yeah. the year after. Yeah, I remember that. And then yeah. they're not doing too good at the moment. I don't think. No, they 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 were relegated as well. I'm mm. not sure what the current situation is. Again, you it's, with B teams, it doesn't really matter because every year it's going to change so much. Um, yeah, exactly. <laughs> we talk about it, it's like the same team, but it, of course it isn't. Um, exactly. So Castilla, they really should have gone up in in the last few years. We had, I think, one of the best Castilla teams of all time during the the fifteen sixteen season. Then they got to the playoffs, and uh, the manager decided to experiment with a few things here and there. It didn't work, and they didn't win any games, and they crashed out. Oh. They stayed in the in the Segunda B. Um, he that cost him his job, which is interesting because I thought he's currently managing Albacete, who are trying to top mm. the the La Liga two table. Um, mm. Luis Miguel Ramis. So again, Real Madrid, we we all know it's a club that's very trigger happy. If you do, if you put one foot wrong, a lot of the time mm. you're you're gone. Um, which is why I find the case of Santiago Solari so so interesting um just intriguing yeah. so strange uh it's just i don't it understand is. it um uh, we could go into that but obviously that will take hours just know that you will never have had a worse coach at barcelona than than this guy <laughs> <laughs> i i think i think it would have been something similar with uh, gerard Lopez. yes it sounds it but uh, i can't believe no it can't it can't have been similar it, <laughs> um, <laughs> we're pretty, doing pretty well for time so we're going to go into some questions now um we put out a tweet not long ago, a few days ago. We were asking uh, Madrid fans, Barca fans to ask some questions. Unfortunately, I know it's quite daunting for Barcelona fans to come into the enemy's the territory and ask some questions, so we didn't get any Barca questions. But the, yeah. the Madrid questions we did get can just be mirrored, so we can just ask a question about Castilla and a question about uh, Barca B. Um, yep. Let's get to it. I'm going uh, to answer this one really, really quickly uh, just to get it out of the way. Do you think uh, Caesar 
So my, my pronunciations, by the way, are going to be a big problem during during this show. Cesar uh, Gellibart will be uh, a big addition or useful uh, for Castilla for the rest of this season when he comes back from injury. So do you know Cesar? Uh, no, I, I know a couple of the, the Castilla players, but I don't know him. So he, um, a Spanish youth international, he is pretty famous actually for an academy player. Uh, he's not Xavi Simmons yeah. level. Is it Xavi Simmons? Is that <laughs> person? Yeah, Chavis Chavis Simmons. Yeah, he's not that kind of level, but he he's got quite a following because of um, his antics for the the youth international team uh, for the oh, okay. for the academy. But he he got promoted to the uh, Castilla team this season, and mm. um, and but he got injured, so he's been out. He's not played a game yet. Um, but he's so talented, oh. uh, and he's due back any month now. Um, nice. so I can only imagine he will be very useful uh, he's going to have to ease into it I'm not quite sure how much of, of a part he's going to play in this season but at the same time I don't think Castilla are going to be really going for uh, the playoffs going for promotion so he might just have time mm-hmm. to play a few games and, and, and get used to it ahead of next season um, which position does he play in? he's a cam he's like that centre attacking midfielder my favourite okay. position I love it but of course they oh, nice. they, they play in multiple, uh, multiple positions these days don't they so uh, he can yeah. play wing. He can he can play in quite a few a few places. So that is that question out the way completely. Next question. This is a big one, I think. Next big Castilla product. So I'm going to answer one for Castilla, and then we'll go for Barca B as well. So yeah, uh, the problem with Castilla at this moment in time, the next big Castilla product. As I was saying earlier, it's not one of the best Castilla teams uh, that we've seen for the last few years. Um, I would actually say. Javi Sanchez looks like he could uh, really blow up. I mean, he's been playing with the first team for the last two months uh, completely. He's not been training with Castilla. He's just been first team, first team, first team, made every squad, uh, done every training. And he played really well. He scored his first Real Madrid goal. Um, so I can't argue with that. I would actually say I would put a bit of money on, on Javier Sanchez becoming a, a top league player in the next uh, season or two. In terms of really big, I'm, unfortunately, I'm not quite sure. Unless you count Vinicius, I, I'm not quite sure we have one uh but i'm ready to be proven wrong on that how about barca b is there any talents that that we need to be worried about for the future uh i think um i think it's been it's been very long since a b player has been um has been so exciting to watch yeah and and i might sound sound biased because i i just i just told uh <laughs> i told you told you guys about the story yeah. uh i met him but but like Ricky Pooch, he is he's just something else. Mm. Uh, like he's so small and he's very likable, of course. He's the perfect he's the po- he's the perfect poster poster boy for, for Barca. I mean, he's Catalan, he's very uh, uh, like he's very nice, very calm. He's 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 so little and he looks he looks very good and he plays uh, he plays so well. Um and and yeah, he's he's just dominating the uh, the league. Actually, um, he gets he gets fouled so much, uh, and it it must be very annoying. Mm. Like I, I mean, when I saw him live, he, his his direct opponent was like one meter and ninety one centimeters meters tall. Yeah, uh, and Ricky is like mm, one. I think actually he's one seventy, oh. uh, but he's so. But he's so tiny. He's so thin. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. And I mean, anybody can can look up his highlights, and and especially if you watch uh, some of his his minutes at the Camp Nou, uh, the the camera angle is so high. He just looks like the he's, he looks like a ball boy. <laughs> uh, and but but people are but people are so excited about him. Of course, he's. He plays the same position as Andres Iniesta, so of course they compare compare him with him. He actually played more at false nine in in the academy, but he plays in midfield now. And okay. He's he's doing great. Uh, unfortunately, the midfield is very packed um, at the moment, but but he seems to be such a special talent that um, that he'll be promoted next summer, and then he'll yeah, then we'll see how many minutes he can get if he if he is promoted, but. But I think many people would say uh, Ricky Puch uh, at at the at the moment. I would say in fact, he's Puch one of the well. only players I, I think I know from the the B team squad. Um, yeah, they, they they've got some decent players. I followed they've your got uh, your accounts players. quite closely, and I've seen quite a few of his his highlights, his stats. So um, that yeah, he, he he's he's a very easy player when you're looking for highlights yeah. because everything he does is is just special. It it looks special, and it 
and of course he, he creates so many so many chances as well yeah i bet yeah that's interesting he's made his <laughs> first team debut you said yeah he he actually made his first team debut against cultural leonesa at the camp nou oh, uh, the where camp. he yeah where he assisted denis suarez oh wow okay uh, yeah and, and it was a it was a it was a scoop assist i mean not uh-huh. not a chip but like he just he just made this very little scoop that that went between a couple of defenders and it was i mean it was just brilliant and he was he was in the build up as well and it was like everything everything you can dream of as a as a barca supporter seeing from the academy like this like this small uh this this small kid playing in midfield <laughs> with the with 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 the quick touches and yeah and stuff like that and he's not very fast he's not strong he's but he's just incredibly good at playing football yeah, wow i will i'll have to look up those, those highlights it was against um leonese you say <laughs> yeah it's against uh, Cultural. Yeah. we have another question here but i think the answer is going to be very similar it is it's a good question to be fair um sorry i haven't been sending any of your usernames either so sorry if you um if you wanted that uh, I'll, I'll start now tyler 12 simon says uh who's your favorite player in recent years to see at Castilla and obviously barca b they must have played for a full season minimum um uh, uh let me think well actually no it's actually quite an easy choice and i think he's quite a similar uh player to puig by the sounds of it i would probably yeah. say martin erdegaard um yeah. simply because he, he was so young he came in and he was yeah. genuinely he, he his time at Castilla is very very underrated he was really really good it was like it was watching men against boys but all of a sudden martin erdegaard was not the 16 year old boy he was he was playing against the he made them look like children if you know what i mean um he's so entertaining to watch and to the point where i still watch him to this day i have to watch the dutch league because uh, I find him that entertaining. Not the Dutch league. No offense to Dutch league fans at all. But <laughs> it's not exactly why I want. To, I don't want to be watching too many Dutch league games with my my time. You know what I mean? But he, yeah, he was really really special, and he is special. And I hope um, he gets a big chance to to do his thing in the future. Um, yeah, and and he's still so young. I mean, I, yeah, I remember. I remember all the hype. I mean, I'm I'm Scandinavian, and I, oh, yeah. I remember when he made his. I remember when he made his Norwegian league debut at like 15 yeah. and, and, and everybody were, were so hyped about him. And, and he was very close to joining Barca as well. Uh, Ajax, Barca. I mean, everybody were so interested in him. Um, but, but I think, I think the problem for a guy, a kid like him, it's, it was like the extreme expectations, yeah. you know, I mean, it's, uh, but, but it's, it seems like he's doing pretty well in, in, in the Netherlands. Yeah, absolutely. Actually. And, um, I suppose people just lack patience at the end of the day. Um, it's, it's a change. Perhaps, yeah. Perhaps they should. Or, I mean, I mean, in general, in general, it's extremely difficult for any sixteen-year-old yeah, to make it to the first team at any club. Mm. Um, and I don't know. It's uh, it's always it's always extremely nuanced with the talent development yeah. and stuff like that. But but he can become a great player. He's he's only twenty now. Only isn't he? just twenty as well. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So. I mean, for a normal academy player, now would be the time to make it to the yes, first Yes, yeah. So he, uh, hopefully he steps up very, very soon. But yeah. is your answer Puig, my man? Uh, my no, my answer, Ooh. I think, um, I think either Alex Grimaldo or Sergi Sampe. Okay. Wow. Interesting. Uh, yeah, I think I'll, I think I'll go for, uh, I think I'll go for Sampe. Okay. Uh, because he. Another midfielder, or maybe maybe I should I should go for Grimaldo because he's very different. He's a left back, yeah. and and he he was so good that he made his B de- Barca B debut at 15, uh, and unfortunately he had some very bad injuries. He only started playing regularly for Barca B in 2014 when he was okay. He was 17, um, but he quickly became probably the best player of the team, and and yeah, there were. Uh, I mean, of course, everybody wanted wanted him at the at the first team already when he was in, especially in the summer summer of 2015. Yeah, where he had played, everybody knew that it was going to be his last Barca B season, and the first team lacked a left back. Uh, they badly needed a left back, but but for some reason, Luis Enrique he didn't like oh. him, <laughs> uh, and and yeah he didn't he didn't promote him and they wanted him on loan at levante and he's a valencia boy so he didn't want I that see. so he stayed at barca b <laughs> he stayed at barca b and then he he made a comment um he made a comment in a in an interview where he said that luis Enrique had never spoken with him which didn't bode too well at the club okay. 
Uh, and and yeah, it, it was his last year of his contract, so he went to Benfica in the January window, yeah. where he yeah, is no, still no, now, no, and where yeah. he is. Yeah, he's. Uh, it looks like he's gonna. He's gonna. He he'll move to a big club next summer, I think. But not Barcelona. Mm, no, I don't <laughs> think so. The current the current board they have this policy with like not bringing back former players for whatever sure. reason. Oh, wow. Uh, okay. So I I doubt it, I doubt it's going to happen. Maybe I mean they don't have a second left back at the moment. Uh, they're using the Barca B left back from time to time. Juan Miranda, who is also pretty talented, but I'd say Grimaldo is definitely the better choice. I would I would bring him back. Um, but but yeah, I don't I don't think it's going to happen, unfortunately. I see. Okay, interesting. Ah, good answer, to be fair. Um, question number I've lost count, to be fair, but uh, Christopher McCormick, my Irish friend says uh how how do you rate lucas Zidane and his season so far he surprised me with his performances now do you know much about lucas Zidane as a player mm, i know that like all of uh, zinedine zidane's uh, kids they're in the they're in the uh, they're in the madrid yes. academy the I, one I don't know has them, but... just left he's pretty good to be fair but he's very okay. inconsistent um yeah, Enzo. Enzo, yeah. I mean, Enzo was, yeah, yeah, exactly. He was in the Champions League final squad as well. Yes, <laughs> you're kind of touching around some of the problems with the the Zidane kids there. Just saying that. Have you? <laughs> okay. <laughs> there's a there's a lot of nepotism that that goes okay. into some. Luke Zidane, like Enzo Zidane, was talented, as I said, and he's he's playing in the Liga two, and he's that's fine because he's he's a good player. Um, I don't know much about the the other brothers because they're all younger. They all play in the academy, so maybe they're they're good enough. Maybe they're not. Luca Zidane is mm. a goalkeeper. Um, and I kid, I kid you not. I wish I could play some clips so you believe me, because no one ever believes me unless they they've seen, they've watched him. He is so so bad. He's terrible, Nav. <laughs> I I have actually seen some clips uh, where he fumbled. The oh, ball, it's more the, than the fumble, man. He's headed the ball into his net. He's like, he's done. Oh, I can't. You you would not believe some of the stuff he has done. <laughs> football pitch. It is incredible. Um, and the amount of points he's cost Castilla and the amount of, of points he's cost the under 19s, he's, he's, a, he was seriously, seriously bad Nav. Um, good feet on him. Like he was like a, an outfield amateur five-a-side player, basically. Um, however, this season, um, he's actually done all right. He's become Segunda B standard almost, which is a professional league. We, we, we mustn't forget. So yeah. he's become a professional standard player and that improvement is unbelievable like that that from becoming a just not good enough to be professional to all of a sudden being a professional standard is is brilliant um however yeah. the fact that he even starts above talented goalkeepers waiting for their turn um he he always starts now technically unless he's with the first team he still gets he gets called up by the first team by the way he's been he's also been in champions league final squads unless he's with the first team he'll start every castilla game and it and he's so bad it's so obvious why he's playing zidane goes to the stadium to watch um so in a way i i commend him for improving that much but at the same time the fact he's still getting these kind of handouts and he's able to to stand in the way of talented goalkeepers i st i don't really respect that much at all um but at least no i he mean it sounds it's weird a weird situation if, yeah it's I mean, if, if there's actually, if it is genuine nepotism, it's pretty, it, it doesn't sound so well. I mean, so it must well. be he's got Champions League medals and he genuinely um, would not fit in, forget Copenhagen, though, he wouldn't fit in in the, in the Danish <laughs> third league. You know what I mean? He was, he, he had butter all over his gloves or something. I'll send you some clips later. You will not believe some of the stuff he's done. Uh, and it was so sure, consistent look, as well, I'm which is what I, when he was at his, at his prime worst, he was literally doing something ridiculously stupid every game. It was mm. mental. He's getting red cards. Like he, he, he tried to take on a lot of defenders, <laughs> and then they would tackle him, and he would like have to pull them down or something. Um, <laughs> it, it's wow. crazy, mate. Um, but fair play to him. He's now at least justifies his his place as a professional footballer at least. Um, oh, that's good. Yeah. Um, so next question. We've only got two left, I believe. Reading these, we've got three left actually, so we'll we'll speed through this. Matt Wilts, who is a uh, an academy and a loney genius in his own right. Um, and I believe he used to play for the U.S. youth national teams, I believe, um, which is oh, interesting. But he says, uh, he works for Manager Madrid as well, uh, by the way. Uh, he says, Cristo doesn't seem to get much hype in the Real Madrid circles, but has been very good for the past two seasons. What's his ceiling? And do you see him getting a low move to a La Liga team next year? Um, 
he's right. Christo doesn't get rated that much. Um, but he, he's been probably, on average, Castilla's best player over the past two years. Uh, he's been their top scorer last year. That was his first season. He's their top scorer this year. Um, and for the past two or three, four maybe Real Madrid games, he's he's all featured and he's all he's scored his first first team goal this year. Um, so I think his ceiling is pretty high. I don't think it's Real Madrid standard, um, but it's definitely La Liga standard. And I can I can see him getting that loan move next year to a La Liga team for sure, hundred percent. Especially if he keeps his progress with the first team. Um, sorry, these aren't really Barcelona <laughs> related, are they? No, no. I, I've actually seen some highlights of. Uh, of he's of good, mate. He's very uh... good. He's Benzema like in a way, which most people probably won't like at Madrid. Yeah, he. I don't know. He he looked pretty decent. I think it's. I think it's pretty impressive that you can score so many goals as a first year striker yeah, in, uh, in Segunda B. Sure. I mean, I mean, Barca's most talented. Uh, uh, currently, currently, he's probably rated as the most talented striker yeah. in in the academy, and he scored two goals this season. And it's it's. <laughs> I mean, it's it is like that. his, that's the norm, though, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, and it and he's he's finding he's finding it very difficult to just play well regularly. I, I don't know what's the problem with him, Abel Abel Ruiz. He has like he scored like tw- uh, thirty five goals in forty games on Spain youth V18. level. Uh, so he's uh, he's he's extremely highly rated, but he just can't play well at the B team it's at tough, the moment. He's so. young though, I, I believe. Yeah, he's born in two thousand. Yeah, so yeah, so I think I know the, the one. Maybe just from FIFA, I don't know. Perhaps, yeah. <laughs> so we're speeding through the questions now to be fair we'll go do you think augusto galvan will get a proper chance this season or next season feel like he's never really won over any coach that's taken over so far uh i i agree um at the moment augusto galvan is a, a brazilian player that was was brought in by uh from sao paulo uh for quite a few million if you believe the rumors anyway um and this season interestingly he I don't know if this is the norm, but he was called up to train with the Brazilian uh, senior national team in London. Yeah, oh, really? and when I've seen him, he looks really talented as well. But he just never he never plays, really. Uh, he's always on the bench. Um, I, I don't know if that will change this season. I think he'll, he will play a fair few more games, maybe just cameos from the bench. I don't know. Uh, but I think next season will be the season where I think we see a bit more of him. Hopefully, thanks, uh, Bilal504, for that question. <laughs> right, last one, I believe. Cracking through it. J-Dog, Julio, Julio, <laughs> who Julio, by the way, is uh, maybe the ultimate genius for, for Real Madrid, the academy, Castilla, the lot. Um, he knows everything. If you need a question, if you need to know anything, go to go to Julio. Mm. He should probably be on this podcast, to be honest. <laughs> but he says, a good question could be how many points do you think Castilla will lose at home by the end of the season? They're very, very strong at home. Uh, he wants us to debate that. I don't know how much time we have to do that. Is it key to the playoffs at the end of the season? Now, I didn't actually notice this. I had to go and look at the record. They've they've won seven, drawn one, lost one this season at home. Um, and I can actually tie Barca into this. The, my question to you, Nav, would be when these these B teams play away and against especially against extra aggressive teams we we know the type. Mm. Do you find that uh, the fans, the Spanish fans, tend to be? kind of just as aggressive they're like shouting they're like eating their their seeds mm. they're going nuts do you think it's quite an intimidating uh, intimidating atmosphere to to play in for a young player uh yeah it, it mm. must be uh and i i actually i when i when i watched some highlights of the castilla the castilla uh, some of the castilla yeah. games when they played away I think the pitches look a lot worse Terrible, than they man. than they are in the in the in the Catalan group. Oh, really? Interesting. Uh, I, I yeah, I watched the um, I watched the I watched Barca Barca B play Badalona live away, uh, and it it was a newly re- it was an it was an entirely new stadium, and the pitch was very great, very good. Uh, the fans they were they were they were yeah. decent. I mean there was a it was a normal oh, atmosphere. Good. There were there were a lot of there were a lot of people actually. Um but I know I've I, just from seeing all the games uh, there is a major difference between home and away for for Barca for Barca. Okay, B. what's their record like? Uh, it's off the top of your head. Um actually I think I think the difference isn't uh with regards to the record. I don't think the difference is is too okay. big. Uh, they've they've had some difficulties at home as well, but they just look a lot more comfortable yeah, at home. Yeah. Uh, just because they're used to playing at the stadium, and it's 
I mean, the pitch is, is larger, and the pitch is obviously brilliant. Uh, that's, yeah, I mean, the setup I mean, that's what you can I've expect been to, Barcelona. to Barcelona once. Uh, the setup's actually mm. really nice. I like the fact they've got... Um, their B-team stadium is on the side of their, their main stadium, isn't it? Yeah, but they, they're going to tear it down. Uh, and they're actually building a new stadium for the B-team right next to the... Um, to the to the academy and the training oh, facilities. I don't know if I like that just because of the the basketball the basketball pitch yeah, there. Yeah, it's actually yeah, it's it is a bit sad with with regards yeah. to that, but but the stadium is the stadium is extremely char- charming. It's called the Mini Estadi and it's like it's it's a mini it really is, isn't it? Yeah. With, <laughs> yeah, and it's I I love it's being nice. there. Um it's very nice. You want to be um, sharp, though. But but the atmosphere is super it's very bad because the stadium is just way too Flat. large. Ah, I see. Uh, I see. And 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 I think I think it'll like, it'll also benefit the academy that the stadium will be closer to the I academy see, yeah. so that the the players can can go watch the games and and more f- like first team uh, coaching staff can go there as well because ah. they're not there so often at the B games. Okay. Uh, uh, at least I haven't seen so many of them, and I think I think. It has its its uh, pros and cons, definitely, uh, but it's not a an entirely bad position, uh, not a bad decision. Decision, and they're also naming the stadium after Johan Cruyff. Oh, that so is it'll, good. It'll have some, yeah, it'll have some new symbolic value. So it's it's nice. So when are the, when is it due to be knocked down? Uh, they they're actually saying that they might probably uh, play at the new stadium later this season in April. Uh, it's it's I, I went there in December and it's it's definitely not finished. Uh, but it it looks, it's yeah it might maybe I think it could be done in April. I'm not. Oh, an so the all, hope of it, one last looks, mini Clasico at, at the Mini Estadi is is. Yeah, that's oh. that's not. Gonna I see. <laughs> that's definitely not <laughs> right. Very happen, sad. Unfortunately. Ah. Yeah, it is okay. very well, sad. Well, hopefully we get I, the I Mini Clasico full stop at some point. It's been quite a while. It's been it's been. I'll look up the results and, by and the, I... end of the, of the pod. Um, it's time to yeah. rerun then. Round three of three, last one. We've uh, we've both chosen a team, a best of all time team, which we're going to to compare. Um, are you ready for this? What's your team like? Yeah. Is it looking good? Uh, I think I, I think it's I, I think it looks I've pretty good. For... Uh, I think many can can. Yeah, I think many can uh, can guess a lot of my players. I've, I've I've given it a go. I won't lie, my knowledge isn't the best on 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 Barca, but I have given. I reckon I've got a good four or five in the in the locker. Obvious names, of course. I, I think know. everyone would. Um, but um, I've gone for a four three three. Anything similar on your end? Yeah, of course. It's the it's the, it's the, the Barca way, is it? Formation of Barca. <laughs> yeah. So in go, okay, and I think I'll pick up the points here. Um, yeah. Iker Casillas. Uh, yeah, I think I think he has. I mean, he has had a better career than than Vitor Valdez. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that's fine though. It's nothing. There's nothing to be ashamed about. I, in my opinion, no, I think that maybe there is. How many, how many games did Casillas play for oh. for Castilla though? Uh, <laughs> hey, don't try and catch me out. He played minimal. He played single figure <laughs> games, so maybe no more than five. Okay, Valdez played seventy seven games. For I think he capitalised on an injury for sure. 77 uh, yeah, games for yeah. Valdez. That's, That's a lot. And he, he actually played with the first team since he was very young. So he must have been an extremely mm. good talent at the time. Yeah, no, for sure. Um, so we'll call it, should we call it 1-0 Real Madrid, yeah? Yeah, yeah let's do that. That's fine. Right back then. I think, I'll, I think I'll win again. I don't know. I've got Danny Carvajal. Mm, I mean, Danny Carvajal is, is a uh-huh. brilliant yeah. right back. Definitely one of the best in the world, and I'm I'm not sure how we can compare them. Okay, uh, but I, I've gone for Albert Ferrer. Okay, tell me a little bit about uh, him for sure. He he was the right back during the the Johan Cruyff uh, dream team, um, where he, I mean, he played 204 games for the for the first team and one and won 14, 14 trophies. Tro- oh, it's close then. That is cl- I don't know how we're gonna I, compare that. What year was it? I mean, ah, uh, it was in in the early 90s. Early 90s. I'd oh. Um, I think I mean I I don't I have I have I have never seen Federer play. I'm born in ninety five. I mean, presumably and... you have Lionel Messi in your team, yeah. We'll give yeah, this one round with you then. I think I think it's a good. I think that. <laughs> so you know what about centre backs then? I think there's going to be some good matchups. Um, 
Yeah, I mean, uh, Carlos Puyol. Ah, uh, uh, no, no, no questions asked. I've got a guy called uh, yeah. Manolo Sanchez, so I think it will be closer than you think. I think it will be like the the last round. Carlos Puyol, though, I think is uh, yeah. I think he probably takes that one. Um, I mean, I mean, yeah. I mean, I have Puyol and Mark Batra. Okay, Barca. so if we go Sanchez against Puyol, and I've got Nacho against Mark Batra, so I think, I think maybe okay. you get a point, I yeah. get a point there. I mean, I think it's Puyol and and Manolo. So okay, no? yeah, absolutely, I like that. So we'll... I mean, just best. I mean, Nacho and Bartra aren't better than those. No, two. absolutely. But no? if we're going to put Nacho up against Bartra, I think maybe I'll take that point. If you put Sanchez up against Puyol, maybe you take that point. Yeah. Uh, yeah oh yeah, we can do that. Absolutely. Three <laughs> one. All right. I'm, I I need as many points as I okay. can get for the the slaughter okay. that's going to come in a minute. Uh, left back, <laughs> you've got. I've got a guy called uh, Jose Camacho, who played in the 80s. I don't know him. Uh, he won nine league titles, to be yeah. fair on him. I've got two Europa Leagues, five okay. Copa del Rey. So he's won a fair amount of trophies. He played in the 70s, though, which is a long, long time ago, way before me. Uh, that's that's still pretty good. I mean, Barca also have a legend at left back. Go uh, on. Uh, Sergi Barjuan. Okay. Um, I mean, he won. He played 267 games for the okay. first team, and he he won nine trophies. But it sounds like your guy is more. Was I more think successful. he must have played. I'm gonna look it up. I think he played like 500 games. Yeah. Oh, shit. <laughs> um, he played for the B team, and he went <laughs> straight to Real Madrid. Ah, he played 400 and wow, Wikipedia, which is a bit dodgy, but he played 414 games according to Wikipedia. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you're, you're, I definitely win. Four one. I like. So I've got I've got three midfielders, defensive. Attacking and just kind of a an in between. Okay. Should we start with defensive? Okay. Have you got a defensive um, player? I mean, I mean, I just have a. I mean, a defensive midfielder Sergio Busquets. Busquets. I've got um, big Casemiro. <laughs> I mean, isn't the isn't Vicente del Bosque? What, yes, I'll tell you what, and he's academy? in he's on my bench in a moment, and I I really um, weighed this one up. I was thinking Del Bosque or Casemiro, but I thought. Just because of what I think Casemiro has gone on to achieve, and I didn't think he would he would do anything uh, at first. I kind of yeah. I just thought, yeah, I'll put him in there through pity if anything else. But um, I think Busquets takes it, man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just uh, I don't want to sound biased on a Madrid podcast, uh, but, <laughs> but I think Busquets has had a has has been a bit better uh, in general. I think fair play to Casemiro, man. Years, like, but, um, years ago, but. Uh, but, I mean, Busquets is one of the best. Yeah, uh, absolutely. Defensive I, I don't think there's any dispute in that. Um, what player? Uh, <laughs> Casemiro has done well, though. He can, especially he when you when no yeah, one thought yeah. he was going to do anything. Um, he has a lot yeah. of hate right now, but I think he's been brilliant. Yeah, he has done well. I mean, mm. he's, uh, he's he gets the job done. Yeah, too right. Yeah, <laughs> if anything, he gets that job done. <laughs> Next one, I have got. It's four two now. Okay, you're catching up. Okay. I've got Guti. Guti, uh, I have. Um, okay, is it attacking or just so just kind of that that in between? Okay, I mean I have. Okay, I can. I'll pick uh, Pep Guardiola. Oh, Guardiola. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I'll tell you uh, what. That might be quite close. Guti Guardiola. Yeah, in terms of player wise, mm. I, mean, I mean Pep Pep was Pep was a legend at yeah. the club, and he was so instrumental in the Johan Cruyff days. Uh, I mean, how successful was Gucci actually? I think player? it's underrated how good Gucci was. Um, yeah. Don't get me wrong, there, there's there's players who've, who've come in and won more, um, but he's really, really well regarded at the club. So, oh, that's close. I'll tell you what, it's closer than you think. Okay. Can we can we put that aside and 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 see should we go for a draw? Next... Yeah, we'll put it aside. I'll tell you what, we'll put it aside and see at the end. We'll go yeah, straight let's... to attacking. Okay. No, uh, there's one central. Oh yeah, attacking midfield. Okay. Yeah, should we go for that? I mean, I've not... got. He's not an attacking midfielder, but I've picked Xavi. Xavi, okay. <laughs> I'm going to give you the point now. i got a plan matter. To be fair, you, you ain't a bad little player. Um, I don't know about oh, Xavi, though. Mata is brilliant. Absolutely, I did agree. I'm not sure he, he reaches that level, though. Uh, no, he doesn't. Yeah, yeah. All right, full free, straight off the bat. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll go to the front three. We'll come back to the Guti and Guardiola. We've got the okay. front three now. I've got to make my case for this one because you might even laugh. I don't know. I've got yeah. Jesse Rodriguez. Okay. Right. Obviously, <laughs> Stoke City level now. Okay. But back yeah. then, genuinely yeah. maybe one of the best players I've ever seen for that kind of team. 
Uh, yeah, I, I remember Jesse in um, uh, when he played at at Castilla. He was uh, he was a monster. Actually. Yeah, he was better then than he is now. Not that like, he's <laughs> Probably, got no yeah. knees, so it's not maybe in his fault. But um, he yeah. he was ridiculous. He blew me away back then. Yeah, I I I I, I can remember how good he was. Uh, but is he is he your right winger or left winger? So I've got him on. Oh, I suppose they could interchange. I'll put him as the right winger. So who's okay. he up against? I have Pedro. Pedro? Yeah. Mm, oh. Well, I mean, Pedro's gone on to do far more, hasn't he, to be fair? And he's yeah, he has. he has. What was he like for the B team? He played 50 games, actually. Uh, he was. Uh, he, he joined the academy at, at the under-19 stage, and then he, he had one season at the B team. Yeah. Uh, and then one season at the B team with Pep Guardiola. Okay. Uh, where he Yeah, where he was brilliant. Uh, and and was then promoted to the first team. Okay, so in the, wow, for that case, I think we'll go we'll go for Pedro. I think you think so? Yeah, back back then I would have I probably would have laughed and said Hesse is going to be far better, but unfortunately <laughs> this is where we are. So I, I'm going to go for I'm going to say Pedro four four. Yeah, it it depends. I mean, it depends on how you view. It. I mean, how you view it because I mean, I think as a B player, yeah. Hesse looked more. Looked better than Pedro did He's as a back. big player. He got, um, I think it's been beaten since, but back then he got the most goals in a single season from from a player on on one of those teams. Oh, that's series. brilliant! Yeah, which is, and that was I mean, in the league too. I well. think I'll win the next two. Uh, okay, <laughs> I mean, okay. Not, not, I don't want to sound arrogant. I think I know your your last two, so I'm yeah. not going to say you're being arrogant but, at all. I got a, a couple of good players though. So should we go for the other winger? Uh, okay, so did, I don't want to Pedro throw the a win. Away. So I'm going to say Pedro four four. Okay. Okay, let's do that. Okay. Do I've that. got Michelle, who's, was who's another player. Hesse was brilliant. I've got Michelle, who's another player from the eighties, but he won okay. a ridiculous amount of trophies. He's won an um, mm. I think he's he's gone on to manage. Actually, he was a he was at Porto not long ago. He got fired, I think, but he's gone on to become quite a decent manager. Um, how many how many trophies did he win? So I've got I've got here I've written down these are just for me because they're really valuable ones that I don't remember the name of but the one that still counts today would be he's got fourteen trophies at least. Oh, that's that's not pretty bad. good. Yeah, that's not bad. Who uh, uh, who have but, you got, man? Yeah, Andres Iniesta. Uh, Iniesta. Uh, <laughs> um, and. I mean, he won. He won thirty-six trophies. Yeah, we don't need a no. I'm on Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah five, four, right? Uh, I know the last one already, but we're going for it. And I, I got Raúl, man. Oh yeah, and it's, who is an utter it's legend? A shame, by the way. It's a shame because I have. It is a shame, Messi. and I know you've got Messi. Yeah. Um, Raúl, by the way, we'll we'll give it a good fact. Back when I was maybe in school, I think I looked up Raúl on the internet. I think he had something like fifteen football world records. So most goals in the Champions League, they've all been broken now. Um, okay. But he had so many world records, but, but probably by Messi, by the way, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> but um, back then, but, he, he was an utter legend. Yeah, he really was a, a player and a half. Yeah, yeah, um, I could imagine. But, but wait, wait a minute, maybe we can... Uh, oh. I mean, I can, put, I can put Messi on right wing. Uh, and he would then... probably still be Hesse, mate. Uh, yeah, yeah, I mean, he will he will beat Hesse, but uh, but I, I think we 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 have to have Raúl on on. Such okay, a so okay, interesting. So that would mean that my match has gone out the window, by the way. Would that be <laughs> six five to me? Uh, well, it depends on the or Pep Guti. Five no, five, it, five five is it now? Is it? Yeah, it is five five now. Oh, what scenario? So we we go back to Guardiola Guti. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, what the hell do we do? Yeah, I know. I really don't know. Do we? Should we call it a draw? <laughs> Uh, let's um, rock paper scissors. Is it possible over Skype? Rock paper scissors over Skype. I don't know, man. I think maybe we leave it down to the commenters who are all Real Madrid fans. Uh, okay. Uh, yeah. Okay. Okay. We, yeah, we can do that. Yeah, we'll <laughs> leave it to the, the Real Madrid fans to, to find out who's bad. I think I'll win that one, man. Um, I think <laughs> that that is it. That's all the time we've got. Yeah, it was an absolute pleasure, man. No, Juan, it, w- it really was a pleasure, right? And in fact, we will uh, do it again very soon if you're up for it. Yeah, I, I am definitely. It, it was uh, it was very fun. It's it's always nice to meet others who are interested in the in the different academies. Yeah, too, well. right. I could talk about it for hours, man. 
Yeah, it doesn't matter if if, uh, if it's Madrid fans or Atleti fans or I mean I know some international ones as well. Maybe I mean, not it's Atleti fans, It's a it's a pleasure every single time. <laughs> well, thank you very very much, guys. I hope you enjoyed it. Um, if you want more of these, don't be afraid to leave it in the comment section, uh, and I'll see what I can do. But uh, for now, that is all we have time for. So thanks now, thanks guys, and I will see you later.